Hello, and welcome to the Nine Leaders Podcast. And today we are talking about fours on teams. So, yesterday we talked about fours as leaders. <clears throat> now we're going to talk about how they sort of function in, uh, in, in team roles. So, before we jump into that, um, four Q&A is coming up. Uh, so if you guys have questions about fours, send them to me on Instagram, Facebook, or wait at nineleaders.com. I will be live for that. Uh, so I'll try to post the time of when I'm going to do that so that folks can jump in chat and we can actually do it um, uh, live. So if you're listening to this in the podcast, because I am and have been for the last couple weeks out of town, I don't have my my all of this cool stuff here with me. I'm recording all these in advance. The Q&A's sound quality might be a little bit uh, lesser than one would hope, but we will do our best to make sure that it's at least listenable and you guys can get something out of that. So send us questions. Um, secondly, uh, still looking for a self-aware four to, uh, interview for the podcast, uh, preferably somebody who's in some sort of, of larger leadership role is really familiar with the Enneagram and very well versed and able to kind of talk about their type and how that, um, has impacted their lives. Uh, not necessarily have to be in a leadership role. That's just because of what we do here with our leadership coaching that can be helpful. But so if you are a self-aware four or know of any self-aware fours that would like to be on the program, let me know. And then lastly, we have uh, enabled as of, and this might be changing because of how far down the road this is, but as of May 23rd, which is the day I'm recording this, we have enabled support for the podcast. So if you listen to this frequently, you get value out of it, and you'd like to give us some value back, there should be a link in the um, in the uh, show notes for the podcast where you can go and sign up to do some recurring giving to help us uh, keep this content coming out. I know that not everybody can afford um, regular coaching uh, that's a little bit expensive, so if you do want to give us some value back for the value you're getting out uh, on a on a less intense scale, then uh, setting up some recurring giving can be super helpful. I am toying with the idea of creating a Patreon. So if I have done that already, I will slot in a uh, a little announcement in here that says there's a Patreon that's going to have some cool stuff in it. But I'm not really sure where we have landed on that here on May 23rd. So, all right, let's get right into it. So fours on teams. So as a four, I can say that we are a bit tricky to lead. Uh, it's totally doable. It's completely doable to lead the fours on your team, but there are some strategies that you're going to want to adopt and some things that you'll want to be aware of. And then also it's not entirely on you as a leader. If you are a four and you're part of a team, pay attention. There are some things that you can do to make your life and the life of your leader much simpler. Just like when we talk about the relationship series, there is no inherently bad pairing. There's no inherently bad employee and no inherently bad leader. It just takes self-awareness on everybody's part. So pay attention, both fours and leaders of fours, and then maybe we can learn how to have some more um, peaceful, calm, and effective uh, relationships in the professional environment. So fours on teams are driven by ambition and success. Yesterday we talked about how threes and fours have similar goals, but they use different metrics. It's the same here. So threes want to move up the corporate ladder and be seen as growing and improving in their profession. And fours want to know that they are growing and moving as well, but on a much more personal level. Fours want to nourish themselves and grow into a deeper sense of identity. 
They want to be seen and they want to have an impact on the people around them. So they'll respond really well to new opportunities that that stretch them and pull them into new levels. So part of my decision to leave my last job and to go full-time into doing this nine leader stuff was that I felt uh, I felt really stuck in that position. As a four, I didn't feel like I was moving. I didn't feel like leadership wanted me to grow any more than I had already grown. I felt like I had reached sort of the ceiling of where they wanted me to go. So I had asked for opportunities to to teach more and to do more counseling and to do more coaching and to grow myself uh, further and to grow my impact on people further and was being consistently turned down and, and not allowed those opportunities. And so that's one of the main reasons that I left. So if you want to keep your, your fours, if you have fours on your team and you want to keep them, give them paths for upward mobility and a chance to make an impact. If that's not an option in your organization, then you do run the risk of your four leaving to pursue those opportunities elsewhere. Fours are very driven by movement, by movement upward. So if you have an opportunity to move upward and your four is asking for it and you don't think that they're quite ready, it would be a better strategy to actually just be honest with them and explain to them why you think that they are not ready so that they can work towards that goal instead of just letting them kind of flounder in in the the lack of clarity there. We'll talk a little bit more about how fours respond to lack of clarity here in a little bit. So we've talked about fours' ability to see what's missing and to point those things out. So fours on teams need to be really careful not to overdo this. Fours who lean too much into this strength and this energy without decorum and and some, some political thought could be misrepresented as critical and harsh and negative and and not on board. Uh, And the truth is that this instinct doesn't actually come out of a place of negativity or superiority, um, but it comes out of a well-honed instinct for aesthetic and emotion and human behavior and just a, a big understanding about how things are impacting the folks in their lives. So as you lead a four, give them chances and environments where they can show you what they have noticed to be missing. You might disagree with them, but at the very least, you heard them. Fours, be content with being heard. Sometimes unhealthy fours can perceive their idea not being taken and implemented, and their idea not being heard is the same thing. So fours who are on staffs, understand that your leader carries a burden of making decisions and a burden of making sure the organization runs. So if you pitch an idea and they don't take it, that doesn't mean they didn't hear you. Uh, That just means that they didn't take your idea and that's okay. But leaders, make sure that you actually give them the opportunity to be heard. When when we talked to Jenna, who is a, a three and has a four on staff, she said something that I think is really healthy for a leader of a four to do, where she sets I think it was um, twice a month, she has meetings with all of her staff one-on-one and she meets with her four and has stated this is the appropriate time for you to bring these ideas and observations up to me so that we can deal with them. That's a really great strategy to adopt with fours uh, because they're going to take those ideas and those criticisms somewhere. They're going to blow up sideways. So instead of giving them the opportunity to just spew that in inappropriate places, define where an appropriate place is, and allow them to to voice those opinions. So more positive, upbeat types, um, threes, sevens, these kinds, might find fours' tendency towards melancholy to be disturbing and unsettling. 
In leading a four, one can't be too insecure about their emotional state. Um, The four might be melancholy, and it likely has nothing to do with you. And even if it did have something to do with you, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Fours just enjoy melancholy. So if you have done something to make me feel this, this melancholy state, that's actually fine. Like you don't like feeling melancholy, but I do. So it's not really a big deal. So don't, don't put too much uh, of an investment in that. Now on the flip side, uh, if you have them in a position where being melancholic isn't really an option, you may need to have the conversation. And fours, we can adopt strategies to pull ourselves out of that melancholy without faking it. Uh, sometimes we fear, I know that I feel this, that if we lift ourselves out of our funk and out of our melancholy and put on a happy face and met the customer with a smile, we would be betraying our integrity and our authenticity and our identity. And there's some truth to that. And at some level, you just have to accept that. However, when we get into forest paths to health, you'll see that there are some actual real strategies that you can adopt to authentically move into that brighter space to authentically pull yourself out of that melancholy and not be faking it so you're not feeling melancholy inside and presenting happiness outside, but actually learning how do I raise myself out of this melancholy. And the self-awareness and the self-growth comes in knowing when do I actually need to do that, when is it okay and appropriate to camp out in this melancholy, and when do I need to just adopt these strategies to, to pull myself out of it. Fours often don't respond terribly well to authority, uh, and this is another misguided strategy to remain authentic. Unhealthy fours might perceive any order given to them from the outside to be counter to their authentic self. So being told to wear a uniform or to punch a clock or to write a status report rub against fours kind of countercultural attitude. Uh, I once saw a meme on one of the Instagram pages that I follow that said that the craziest thing that a four has ever done for money was work a nine to five job. So a lot of this is on the individual. Healthy fours realize that they are not the clothes that they wear or the job that they work. They realize that their identity is in other things. Uh, Yet even in health, if you're giving too many directives to your four, that can be really frustrating to them. Fours work really well in a free autonomous environment. So the best way to go about this, because you don't just want to let them run free with no direction, is to be really, really clear about what you want out of them. If you lay out goals clearly and cut them loose, many fours are going to thrive in that environment, whereas micromanaging is going to stifle and suffocate them and bring up that that anti-authoritarian attitude. For many years at my last job, the theory was that we hired talented people we set objectives, and we let them run. And I thrived in that environment for years. You know, occasionally my boss would need to come in and course correct, but by and large, I didn't need a lot of oversight. I knew what I was supposed to do, and I, I did it, and I was, I was good at it. Once the organization started growing, we felt the need to bring in managers and an executive team. Uh, they had their own ideas about how I should be doing my job, and the micromanaging started to take place. So I started feeling more and more suffocated by status reports and suggestions and weekly progress meetings, and I became steadily less effective. I think this is true of a lot of fours. If you give them the room to succeed and you give them the freedom to succeed, more often than not, they will. If you micromanage them, they're going to shut down and get more and more bitter towards the organization. And as fours are a bit angsty towards authority, correcting their poor performance can be tricky. 
Fours have an extremely active imagination, and they're really perceptive to people and emotions. So because of this, if you have some sort of negative energy towards your four that you need to you need to correct them on something, you need to have a conversation with them, uh, do it quickly. Because if you wait, the following situation is pretty likely. Your four is going to pick up on the fact that something's wrong. They're, they're highly empathetic, so they'll pick up that you're upset. And they'll pick up the fact that you're irritated with them. And so self-aware healthy fours, they might try to talk to you about it. They might be the one to, to broach the situation, but that might not be appropriate in your organization and they're, they're unable to do that. Or what's more likely is they're unhealthy and they start to just kind of shut down and their imagination kicks on and they start to think about all the things that they may have done to upset you. And then what a lot of fours do will become defensive about the things that they think that you might be upset about and they'll argue with you in their own mind about they were right about what they did and how you have no reason to really be upset. And as they get more and more worked up, they become less and less productive. And when you finally have the conversation, they're bringing in baggage from a conversation that never actually happened that they invented. So this takes awareness on both sides. Fours need to learn not to put much stock or actually any stock in the fantasies that they are constructing. And you as their leader need to learn to act quickly in order to cut those fantasies off. So when confronting a four about something, you also want to use a lot of data. You want to have very clear data. Here's what I asked you to do. Here's what you did. Here's why that was inappropriate. And here's what I need you to do in the future. For as emotional as they are, they respond really, really well to data. They understand that feelings and impressions can be wrong, but that hard data can't. So if you come to your four with something to correct, make sure that you've thought it through, that you've got all of your data in place, that you're, you're ready to actually lay out something that's very clear to them so that you can offer them a clear path forward. So fours can be really fun and exciting to have on a team, but like all relationships, it takes awareness from both parties. So if you're a leader of a four or you're a four trying to adjust to having leadership over you, uh, I would love to sit with you and help coach you into some more self-awareness, into some more uh, effective leadership, into some more effective ways to be led. Uh, And that goes for any numbers. So if you're interested in any sort of leadership coaching, personal coaching, spiritual direction, uh, any of that stuff, head over to www.9leaders.com and get started there. I'd love to chat with you and, and figure out how we can help you move forward towards your goals. So there you go. That is fours on teams. So tomorrow, I believe we will be talking about fours in relationship with the anger triad. So that should be coming out tomorrow. I'm still out of town. I will be until um, uh, beginning of July. So then I'll be I'll be live with you guys more consistently. But I will be live with you guys for the four Q and A. So I'm looking forward to doing that. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. And I will talk to you next time.